and welcome to Commagers. I'm Brian Costello. I'm Jim DeSanto. And I'm Katie. And today we're talking about the return of Benoit Blanc and Ryan Johnson's Glass Onion. But first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. What is everybody drinking this episode? I have my bubbly with the mustache. Ooh, that was it a good one. Which flavor co- is it again? It's a pineapple, coconut, coconut pineapple. That feels appropriate for today's movie. Does it's it? like it's islandy. It's in, like an island drink. Yeah, but not the like, Greek islands. Well, whatever. It's like tropical. Mm, just just yeah, the like, Greece. Like a tropical island. The islands of Greece are not I, tropical. I honestly <laughs> forgot that this was in Greece until I just I just rewatched a bit of the thing and it just says it in the little summary at the beginning. Yep. yep. Okay. I know. Great. Fabulous. Um, I have been sick for over a week now, and so I've consumed more tea in the past week of my life than perhaps my entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim gets this delicious tea. It's like Parisian yeah. or something. No, no, it's, it's Harney and Sons, so which is a gigantic mm-hmm. uh, tea mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but the tea is the Paris tea, which is a black so tea good. Uh, with bergamot and something else in it. I it's very good. I think it's, it's the best tea I've ever had. It's a, re- it's a really, it's really, really good, good tea. tea. Really good tea. There you go. I am drinking an ice ice must be ice cold freezer for two and a half hours cold Miller Light. Oh, all right. Because we're supposed. This movie told you what's your favorite. What's your favorite drink? Right. I felt I had to go back to the old classic. For you, Brad. Just had to return to it. Um, So for those who don't know, this is a Knives Out movie. I took that out of the title because Ryan Johnson doesn't like the fact that it's in the title, but he was was forced to do that. Uh, And we could talk about that in the movie. But Benoit Blanc, Daniel Craig is back. It is now time for the rundown. Do you remember spring 2020 when we were all working from home, many of us stuck with our children trying to do school uh, and somehow trying to socialize with other adults through social media and Zoom? Remember that? That's because we're poor. We are the 99%. The 1%, they were off still doing stuff. They were, they were flying to private islands like millionaire, billionaire, billionaire, Miles Braun. He decided to break up the monotony and invite his eclectic friend group, the Disruptors, to his private island in Greece for a murder mystery weekend. He spent time and money planning every last detail from the puzzle box invitations to the perfect drink selections for each guest. So when Detective Benoit Blanc shows up uninvited, Miles is perturbed. How will he react when his perfect plan is disrupted by his scorned business partner and the world's greatest detective? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And best part of 2020 was not one, but two Commagers episodes a week. Oh, God, remember Don't that? Don't forget that. We, we were just pumping du- out we doubled two. down. Oh, my God, double, yeah. Double we were down. inside the house a lot. We are so I forgot about at that. Home. Two, two so episodes. And imagine us being like excited to do two episodes oh, yeah. a week. 
Oh, because oh, no, we had nothing else going on. Literally nothing. It's wonderful. We had theme episodes. We were doing movies. We were we just were checking in with people to see if they were okay. We yeah, just, yeah like, we, we on the we, internet. It was like a help. Was a helpline. Like yeah. you want to come on the show, and yep. you come on the show. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. it's time for grade of the week. Our first grade of the week of 2023. <laughs> on a scale of A plus through F minus, how would you grade Glass Onion, Katie? I think this movie is an A. Oh, Ooh, wow. starting out strong. That's a lot. I know. I uh, I was very pleasantly surprised by this movie. I was not as much of a fan of the first uh, Knives Out films film. This I thought hit all of all of the right notes for the for the murder mystery, but also like uh, unexpected. Like there were there were like fun new. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, fabulous. I the can't cameos wait to talk about in this, this. movie. Yeah. A lot of Amazing. cameos. Yeah. Amazing. Loved There's it. a lot. Um, Jim? I'm going to go with a B. Okay. That's fine for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is a good movie. I just... Uh, there, there's some things... So, like, my problem with this is that... And it's not a problem. It's, it's that... It's basically like a new version of Clue with with some added twists and turns and, and some, but like the notes and the, the comedic elements of this are sort of in that clue vein, right? It, or, or it's, I don't know. We could talk about it, but yeah, I, there's nothing new here, but I think it's good. <laughs> yeah. I will go with a B plus. Right. Uh, I really like the movie. see, I'm different than Katie. I think the first knives out is superior to this movie. I, I I just like it a lot more. So it probably would on its own would have been maybe pushing into an A minus. Um, but I don't, I think the first one's probably an A minus. I don't think this is as good as the first one. Uh, but there are a lot of things I love about this one. And I think some of what Jim is talking about, I honestly, honestly believe is purposeful. Oh yeah, and sure. This sure. Is, and this might be like a weird. Like I've been hearing a lot of people talk about this movie, so I'm excited to talk about it because I, I think everything is purposeful in a way. And I'm well, every. I, like, I mean, like we. But, so yeah, we don't need to say point, that because I think with Ryan Johnson, everything's going to be purposeful. Like, yes, he's not mistakenly I mean, like making a no, making no, no, a quippy I mean, murder, murder I, mystery I, and not thinking a clue. No, I know, but I feel like I'm trying to think of how a better way to say it. I feel like it feels almost forced, but he's trying it to make it feel more forced than it. And I can't quite. I, I do get want to get into this about is. Ryan Johnson in general because I, I think it, this is something that he's done since the Last Jedi, and I think it's the worst part of his filmmaking. <laughs> Everything else is so immaculate, but I think when he starts to think too much about like big themes rather than just like solid characters and what they should be doing. He's, he loses the thread of like what he should be focused on. And I think it becomes out wishy-washy. Okay. Yeah. But I yeah, think, and I think, I think so. that's, I think that's apparent here. It was very apparent in last Jedi with, with like the, the casino planet. And I think the last one too had this, there's this, there's this air of like Adam McKay to him now where he's trying to like hit you over the head with like political and other ideas, which is totally fine if you want to do that. But 
I think it I think his filmmaking suffers for it. Whereas if he just focused on character, it would be better. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I feel like this one was more heavy handed than the first one. Would right, you agree but, with that? Right, but yes, but not as heavy handed as the casino thing in in no. Last Jedi. I feel I I'm so I struggle a little bit with the casino thing in Last Jedi because I can't I know he wrote it, but I can't figure out like part of me is that was an element of that franchise. It felt so prequel like. Do you know what I mean? I in don't terms know. of not really. He did the whole there was the, the whole warmongering thing. Anyway. About Glass Onion. Let's talk about Glass Onion. Because yes. I do, I think the performances are across the board pretty great. Can we talk about the beginning of the movie? Yeah, let's do Yes, it. go with that. I love the opening of the movie. I, and immediately tone is set because like you, you get, you know, first of all, you get the exposition in terms of setting. Like we, we, we're, we're all there that it's May 2020. You know, I, <laughs> I love that he said it. I think this is the first movie that I watched that was like when you very, say beginning of the movie, what are you talking about? The the, the first, puzzle box? Yeah, the first five minutes. Like it, it says like May twenty twenty and it hops into each of the disruptors' right, houses right, right. as okay. they're receiving. Yeah. The sure we were talking about yep. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm trying to think, is there any other movie we've watched that's like rooted inside of the pandemic? I don't uh, think so. Not yet, I don't think. Like that just felt different to me. Like like very now very very contemporary that it was like a murder mystery happening within the yeah. within the you know the first few months of covid anyway uh so you know we see the governor zooming from her house to some news program we see birdie who's like a i don't know is she social media slash oh, she's a model, celebrity celebrity models. i thought she was a music, music. I think she's everything right anyway. isn't she a little bit of yep we see her having some rager with her pod people of They're 35, pod, including yeah. Yo-Yo Ma. Uh, we see, what, what's the wrestler's name? Dave, Dave Bautista. Bautista. Oh my God. He's so good. Duke. I was just looking at him again. I'm like, his body looks fake. Like I, like I can't, there's something about him that always looks like a cartoon character to me, yeah. especially after like seeing Drax. him right as Drax. Like, my God, the, how much does he love not having to probably be painted blue every sure. day? Sure, and those, t yeah, but I don't think even, it's just paint too. But even he has when those he's like, real like in his body, there's yeah. something about him that yeah. looks well, even yeah, him. even in, in Dune, I mean, he looks terrifying in Dune. Yeah. Remember, he's killing all the guys, and yeah, he's always, he's yeah. always got something interesting going on. His the dynamic with him, the girlfriend, and, and the, the mother, mom. the mom, mom. like that's, that's one of my favorite. And that mom keeps dropping in on the puzzle box. Yeah. She's like, she figures out some of the big pieces. Oh my God. And then we've got Leslie Odom as our scientist who was like mid another Zoom call with, yeah. you know, the other stakeholders in the company that Miles has founded. Anyway, so very quickly we get like little glimpses of each of the characters that are going to be, you know, coming to the island. And then when we meet, Janelle Monet's character. What was her name? Annie. Helen. An well, Anne, yeah, well, Helen. And, yes, and, and Annie. Annie. Right. Yeah. Um, and we see her and, you know, you get the joy of the rest, like kind of like making their way through the puzzle box, you know, and like all on conference call together, right? Like working it out together. And then we come to her and she just picks up, you know, a hammer or yeah, which is which is a just destroy. Oh, it's perfect. Like the no, but it's, it's so like that's the funniest part is that that is not 
what you think it is in the moment. Yeah, totally. Yes. Like you think she's Abs angry and absolutely and upset and just not going to play the game. Yes, but that's not Agreed. why she breaks it apart like that. She breaks it apart like that because she doesn't want to. She doesn't understand what it is. Sure. Yeah. It, but it's still. I'm just saying the. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I'm adding to that. I'm saying it's like. Yes. I, I, I like Th that. That like you look back. So watching it now, second time through, you look at that scene differently. Yeah. Right. Um, which I enjoy. I like. Yeah. I like that. That there's like a you know a twist so that you can re review from a different perspective. Um, <laughs> but I love the exposition of this film. I think it's great. I need yeah. to cough now. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I you know I also I guess there's some critiques about the characters and some of the discussion of like how do they stack up versus the family in the first one. And they didn't like, I thought each of the performances was really, really interesting and enjoyable. And I, I the, the, some of the critiques I've heard about is interesting because, you know, that like the Dave Batista character, right? Like people start freaking out about that or the, the Edward Norton character saying, Oh, this is such a lefty movie and stuff like that. And I, I don't feel that because I feel like the way they portray. Who are you talking to, Brian? Yeah. No, there's a lot, no, this, there's a lot, been a lot of criticism. That's like too, too on the nose for like Elon Musk and stuff. But I think on the flip side that it's on the nose for all sorts of people, like the governor and all, you know, it, it really Isn't takes on the whole. Alpha supposed to be meta. Isn't that what? Yeah, the, that, so it would be Elon. It would be. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't but, think they're going for one specific no. person. Person, no, no, no. but they're saying. I just think it. I thought that each character was an interesting archetype for like the social media world. I totally I agree. That, yeah, and I and I kind of like. There's, I don't know. I just thought that each character was cast very well. Well, and that's, and that's one interesting thing. if people saw that as like a no. You know, it's the funniest perspective because the notion that they're all kind of tied together by one overarching right and that's the biggest problem with this movie mm. it makes no goddamn sense that oh. any of these people would have been friends oh. except for like a few of them like there's no yeah. fucking way even if they were in college together that they would be friends together well but and the, the piece of them solving that. the puzzle box to be at the beginning was like a little bit like what each of them really have this particular set of skills. No, no they wouldn't. <laughs> no, but my question I mean, about it's that funny is, with Yo-Yo Ma stepping in and being like, "I can teach you about fugues." Yes, <laughs> but no. But my question on that is like my interpretation, and I think is slightly different. Like, I'm not sure how great friends they actually were. It doesn't matter. They wouldn't even hang yeah, around mean, to it, drink drinks together. Like that's they, the. But do you think the the people that we see by the time we see them as characters, right, Jim? Yeah, like in the by movie? the time they're famous, yeah, by the time they're famous, so that is is that a critique of what that world turns a person into? Like that no. they were, these are hyper unreal versions of who they were. Not that they were really great friends. Is the fact that these were all people who were kind of losers and were probably had nothing going on in their life, and this was just like the bar in their neighborhood, and they somehow had this one person that each of them was kind of friends with, so they would kind of humor each other because it doesn't seem like a friendship. And even like whiskey when she says it she's like no this is awful when they got together last year the these people aren't actually friends so i wasn't like this no, idea no. that they were friends i don't know if they ever really were uh, you're using the word you're you're like focusing on the word friends i'm talking about like being in the same goddamn room like that's mm -hmm. the part that doesn't make any sense like the the dave bautista character and like there's not a chance in hell catherine hahn's character who's trying to run for senate 
is going to be anywhere she could be a picture could be taken with her or and him or birdie right like it just doesn't like it's so forced to get all these people together that's my is that's the that, i mean we have pictures of like donald trump with the clintons not now you like, don't i know but not at like, like yesterday that's yeah, but the, I mean, at the time that I mean, before Donald Trump was president, but Donald before Trump he was, was still Donald Trump, but he was he a politi- was he wasn't Clintons. he wasn't such a political person back then. But that's not that's I do believe that these people being friends is not not very believable. I thought when they were talking about the bar that it was going to go further back in time. Right. And, and it was and going to go more to like high school or college. Maybe. Right. And okay. then like okay. that notion that like how much have people but then, changed. But then he even time. doubled down on it and made it not that they're not all together because of the money. That's the part that doesn't make any sense. They're still together now because of the money, but they didn't come together because of the money, money. which would have made sense. Right. Mm-hmm. They right. came together because of Andy, and that makes even less sense. Mm-hmm. Like it, to me, I, I don't know. Like that's the only part of this that I was like, it feels so forced. And then the character, and and it's because the characters aren't characters. Like they don't, they don't exist outside of the idea that that they're one thing, right? Yeah. They don't exist well, outside the fact that they are all they are are people using their connection to miles to continue to have what they have i think you're i think you're right but i'm wondering if that and maybe this is i i do need to watch the first well, all of it serves again. the movie uh, because it makes it feel more like that sort of like cookie cutter murder mystery for them for those pieces of character development to not be fully formed Right, like there, there is something there that still feels a little unrealistic. It would which been, feels like a character on a page. Yeah, not, like in a murder mystery, not in a you know novel where mm. you're like getting or to like really know. Like a board know, game. Right, that there is something that's right. Sort that of is a problem with murder mystery. About them. So like, I mm. I think on um on a pop battle they were talking about this is that like you don't see a lot of murder mysteries in this sense anymore, and I think Correct. that's. A couple reasons. One, they're really hard to have make sense, right? Yes. It's really hard to think of something unique and tie the puzzles together and make it seem like one thing and, you know, have the appropriate, like something like Fletch, right? Mm. It's a pretty good one. Uh, I would actually say Fletch is better than this, but the, I agree. the, the, like, it's really hard to do that. And it's also really hard to have any real characters because you've, sp- you need to spend all the time you have on screen in service of the mystery, right? Like you don't have enough time to do. And so then you set up these like archetypal characters. Whereas with the family in the first one, you can walk in and within like very little time establish character because people are so much more, um, they can relate so much more to family dynamics than to these kinds of like there's very few people in the world that are going to be re- able to relate to this friendship dynamic no and, and i i do wonder if if to your point about him like in last jedi and even in the first one is the, the is there too much 
caught up in his critique of like the social media culture with these characters, as opposed to being interested yeah. in a character. He right? wasn't interested so in telling his story. It's a critique of a certain type of social media influencer, which I find like, I have to say, I'll be interested in like four years or three or four years to watch this and just feel how it like resonates. Because when I rewatched the first nine days, out, I would say, and it's, it's for, I think this is utterly forgettable. I, see, I think I it's a really enjoyable to watch, but I think it's forgettable for yeah, that. But, specific, I, yeah. do, do, but I think it's rewatchable. Uh, I like don't I did, have any desire to rewatch yeah, it. No, I don't know. I, I was I just it. rewatching it. Yeah, and I enjoying like it. it all yeah. over again. Yeah, there's I already things that I forgot about from the yeah. first viewing, of course. That I right, like, but it oh, doesn't was, have it doesn't have it like doesn't that. have anything interesting to say. At least as far as I know, like as far as I feel, like he, he has this big idea of like I want to I want to skewer the people who are like leeches and are hanging on to this and this false idol that they've created over the course of their and like. While I'm watching this movie, it's enjoyable. I think it's funny. I think the performances are good. I think the mystery is interesting. But because he did it this way, instead of like just making them normal characters and mm. and having a murder mystery, I he didn't he didn't like make a judgment that people don't already have like that that to me that's like. Is it just too on the nose for you for right now? That's why it's I'm not saying even, like, it's I not that it's on the it's... nose. It's just not interesting. It's not an interesting point of view of that theme. Like, are, do you really think there's a whole host of people that need to be told that like that these types of people are kind of shitty? Yes, I don't. I, 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 I don't. Have you seen Congress? No, no, no. I don't. I yes, I think people most people who, that we know think Congress are shitty people. Yes, I bet. I don't think most people. <laughs> well, you just said most people we know. I think I know. I think a lot I, of I think, people who who like celebrate people like we're I think there's a lot more people in our country that have given up on those types of people and don't pay attention. Then so I just, I, I, don't I know, thought that. that the perspective of a sister trying to figure out what happened to that her sister was very interesting. And yes. I, to me, that was more dominant than the other piece of the, I think really? the message. I, yeah, I do. I think in the second half, Katie's right. I think it's kind of interesting because I think the first half, when we, when we get the twist that it is the sister, I think the second half of the movie makes the first half better right because then you like you revisit everything right and and mm -hmm. i think the way that that they reveal those it like i was surprised at the point in the movie when you kind of like get the in right and, and then you you get to see it from a different perspective um and so revisiting each of those moments you know through her eyes and then through benoit blanc's eyes and then you, so you have now you have a different story right like and you're kind of like following along with that mm -hmm. yes um, agreed i don't know that was more interesting to me than the commentary on the the types of people yeah. and, and right. what they do i i think i think you're I, I think it's more interesting to me too but i think in this this movie's less interested in it than the other thing hmm. that's what i feel I know because I think they really built up the the. They intrigue. literally say it over and over again, like these are shitty people. Yeah, that word is that said like three times. 
then there's the whole like intro I, to each of them. I don't know if we really like. I don't think that that feels, was really a surprise. I don't think that it's like on the nose. I think it's just like over and oh, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a surprise either. I just think it's like it's hard to it's it's distracting to like the interesting parts of this movie. The things that I found interesting in this movie mm. is is distracted by these other by this other thing that he keeps trying to come back to. I don't know. A part of me, one of the things I do like about it as a second of the first is the first one. And actually on pop battle, I think it was Harrison was talking about it. It's like that you do get that family dynamic and some of the characters you, you kind of at first like Jamie Lee Curtis a little bit, or you think she might be good and stuff like that. I kind of like that. He did not go that route with this one. And I maybe he did overdo it with like, oh, no, these are shitty people and stuff like that. But this idea that you're having a movie now where it's not like DGs are bad people. I, I don't know. I just like something about the, the dynamic being different. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of liked how at first he made that first half of the movie. And again, it really is a movie of two halves. I feel like at times where like the beginning felt like, oh, this is a Benoit Blanc movie. And like, and I'm not sure that's what I wanted because I liked in the first one that you didn't know much about Benoit Blanc, right? It was really anadarmous. But then when that twist happens, you're like, no, no, this really isn't a Benoit Blanc movie because who really is Benoit Blanc? Like he's showing almost a fake facade playing this game with the sister and then you go back and watch it. And that's the part when I watched the second time that intrigued me more, the, the social media influencers and like those character traits and those things start to fall into the background a little bit more for me. And you start to like pick up with that second watch of like, Oh, this is why they're doing this. This is like, and and then you see the second layer of those characters and how they change them. And that's what I liked. And I actually like that, but the first knives out at first, because I feel like the first time you watch the original knives out, you get caught up in there. Like, Oh, they're Trumpers and they're rich people. And Don Johnson is this way and stuff, but then you can keep watching it because it, it is well-written enough that there's different layers. Yeah. yeah. I need to, to rewatch it. that. Well, and I think, you know, the the piece of uh, the intelligence of Benoit Blanc and like how he knows each of the characters, you know, how, how he anticipates, right, the way that they're going to handle each situation, um, particularly the ending, the advice that he gives to Helen. Um, and it does explore. Yes, they're whatever. They're bad. They're bad people. Um you know, but what is what is it that will ultimately shift the needle? Like, like, where do people start to feel remorse or like, where does power um, rub up against like personal responsibility? And Yeah, but and that's even ethics. the most like, cynical thing about this oh, movie, yeah, right? No, is it's that, dark. That, oh, yeah. that it doesn't that there's no there, that nothing happens until that he's he they all realize before he does that he has no money anymore or he has no power and no, yeah. and no money. Yeah. It's, so then he's he worthless. Has to blow I, it all up. Yeah. But I love, but I love, that's a part of that, this movie I kind of like in that respect. <laughs> I like thought it was, yeah, I thought it was interesting. Of that is yeah. really, it's jaded, but it's really interesting to me though, of all those characters, I, I've always loved Edward Norton, but I think like what they're able to do with him in this movie as kind of the big bad versus how he constructed Chris Evans 
in the first one was mm-hmm. really like interesting, right? Like in Chris Evans, he casted Captain America, right? And he in the first one, and he's like this shrewd, really intelligent guy that gets really caught in a game with cat and mouse with Marta, really. And she beats him. The arrogance, the entitlement, the rich thing. But in here, we have an idiot. The man is a, is basically an idiot. And I love the interactions between he and Daniel Craig and like how Daniel Craig gets mad. That he's an idiot and all that stuff. But also the way he puts everything in plain sight, like and then you go back and think you're like, why did I not think of when he was saying these things like the vocab he was using or he says, oh, I'm playing Paul McCartney's guitar. And he's playing it right hand. Like there's like all this like weird stuff that you start to realize that we just allow someone and accept him because he's supposed to be this larger than life, rich character. And we're like, Oh no, he's a genius. We accept that when, no, he's really just a freaking idiot that somehow got lucky and became rich. And I, there's something cool about that and those dynamics between those two. Yeah. I think they're, I think they're both great. Well, and, and you know, the, the piece, the end really is like, ultimately all of them led to someone losing their life right like so you have the big bad but like they were all as you i mean and again maybe it is maybe it's too cynical maybe it's too heavy-handed um but this wasn't really a case of you know everybody's innocent and you've got one killer it's like no most most of them have been doing things that have been harming the people around them um, oh yeah you know very specifically that led to one person losing her life um and so right but the, they've all compromised in some way yes for money to that yes. like they well they have the yeah. scientist and the, and the governor have have backed him in this thing that's probably super dangerous in the the alternative fuel, fuel source and then you have duke selling rhino horn yeah. uh libido pills or something and and you know getting the insight into the court case like ultimately you know they all they all sided against her and so the, so there is this notion at the end where it's like whoever you thought was the killer like kind of was right like, like well, not really like, well, everyone, I mean, like, at the end of the day he killed her yes yes so like that's it she didn't use the killer yes agreed yeah. so that i don't You're, think that's uh, right. right but like, like she did not kill not like herself. They, were, they never were innocence right like it's not like and so what you're saying the like nod towards earlier so like clue yes but it's really agatha christie soldier island where you i'm sorry um yeah and then there were none right and so it's that you have a whole group of people that are all reprehensible right so like that's that's the cookie cutter right like that's the archetype i meant they've all done something wrong and the like that yes and then right and then it became a a source of comedy well here's another question do we believe i mean in my mind i believe like if other of those knew the evidence she had that one of them might have killed her as well. Sure. I mean, is it far fetched? Right. Like, what, where would they have stopped? Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Is it really far fetched? Well, they all to went there to talk he, to her, right? So. I know, because they didn't know it, but that's what well, I they mean. Talk, so right? really, you don't yeah, know why they actually Is it really far fetched to think that any of them would have done what Miles was willing to do to her? Right. Sure. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I yeah. don't know. I think I that's think kind of interesting. The only other, is, and, and I, I guess. I don't want to come off harsh on this movie because I did really enjoy it. You and are. I know. The I only think, other I think two valid points. I, the I only other two things that I I wanted to talk about, and they didn't talk about this. I, I they didn't focus on this in the movie enough. Mm. Is like they criminally underused 
Catherine Hahn and Leslie Odom Jr. Mm. Like they those two got like zero to do in this movie. Yeah, that's true. After, I, I, after the yes. intro. No, I feel like you're right. And I wonder if though <sighs> And they were the two like they were the two I was most and I and I think maybe there's a cut of this movie that's like half the jokes and more emotion or, or something. Be. And those two are would like that's the that's the way I see to me, that's the better film, right? Would be mm. cut out half of the Duke and half of the birdie jokes mm. and put half of those two morally trying to deal with what they've done being kind of thrown in their face. Because no one I, really does that until the end of this movie. Yeah. Except for fair. that one moment where you see those two in the pool talking yes. about what they've done. Mm -hmm. And it's literally a second. It's like one second. Like, and I was like, is, oh, is, that's interesting. And then it's gone. <laughs> yeah. But they were great in it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. It's kind of a testament to them that you're just like, oh, yeah, I can't. I buy these characters. Like, I get it. I understand what they're saying. But, but I think that's an inch. I, I don't know. Again, like. <sighs> I just, I, there, yeah, I just think it's a little, it is a little forgettable because the emotional part of like having these be, if, if you can't like relate to the characters themselves, even like the villains, right? Then you, I just, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate as well. And I think those are the two that people probably could have related to and they kind of like, they kind of short shrift them. See, I don't know. I see in me, this is maybe where the archetype of who they were doing. Like I just bought into it. Do I believe that there's a politician who would completely sell out everything and is fake based upon? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if I, how much I need the Leslie Odom character more so maybe to me, because I don't a thousand percent understand if this guy is so brilliant and all this type of stuff, like, that's the one that I'm a little like shakier on, like in terms of like, well, I, the he's, and he's an employee. I, I know that's what I mean. <laughs> like the, Catherine, yeah, the, the Catherine Hom one, I could completely get right. Like you're, you're a con, you're the governor yeah, of, and I don't want to confuse it. Like I'm not, I don't, like, I don't mean that, that I don't understand the characters. No, I what I mean it. is like, I just, those yeah. two seem to be dealing with this differently than the others. And if they had shown more of that story, you would enjoy that one more. They would have seemed like they would have seemed like more human. Okay. Rather than just an archetype. I think yes. you at least do get um, from Leslie Odom's character, like his exposition is yeah. him grappling exactly with that. Yes. Right. Yeah, of yeah. saying like, I don't know what to do. The man faxes me all hours of the night with the <laughs> yeah. most ridiculous stuff. But every once in a while, you know, a monkey is going to type Shakespeare. Like, the, like, Every once yeah. in a while, he hits on a billion-dollar idea. So yeah. I can't say, like, we just ignore him completely. Right, but right. isn't that... But, the, but there's, like, a really interesting commentary in that that I was thinking about, which is, again, just this idea, like, someone like Elon Musk or anybody who's a billionaire, right? It's like, once you have that money, you can make a hundred, two hundred, three hundred million dollar mistake. Well, that this is the Donald where, Trump conundrum, yeah, right? right? Where it's, like it's the rest of us like, can't understand, like, how are we paying more taxes than this man is? But it's because when you have that much money to work with, you can you can lose all of it <laughs> every no, it, year isn't it, it, and isn't that, still like, have it. Yes, <laughs> like, it's just such a that is how it works in our country. Right? It just really is fascinating, right? You think like, my God, like, 
what if I had a billion dollars? That kind of a buffer. Yeah. But you start to think like we call these people, we call like visionaries, right? Like, oh, this person is. And I love that about the first Knives Out, right? Like this idea of Jamie Lee Curtis and the whole arc that like storyline that ran through that is like, oh, we all built our own, you know, our own legacies. No, your dad gave you millions of dollars to do with it. And that like that, that part of it is intriguing to me. I got to talk about Daniel Craig because I was not the biggest fan of the last James Bond movie. Um, and I, I liked it, but he, this like turn he's starting to make with characters like this and some of the other things he's doing, I could keep watching. Like if they gave me a, a Blanc movie and a John Hamm is Fletch movie every year, I would be thrilled. If you yeah, could put I'm Fletch into it now. in a Benoit Blanc movie, I would be even yeah, more I like exciting. Him. I love the scene with him in the tub talking to the other detectives. Oh my God. Like, well, I, it, I love yeah, it. so I was trying I to figure it out so much. So it, give it, me Angela Lansbury. Yes, Ugh, and Angela then Lansbury, so like each it. of them has a relation. So it was Angela Lansbury, who's clearly Natasha from Rush, the Russian, right? But she's in well, a new his, movie his, or new show. Know, his new his TV show, which is going to be awesome on Peacock. Uh, is called, it's, it's like, she's a uh, paper or something. Paper yeah, it's dog? like no, he, it's like dog, his so. version of Columbo. Yeah, and she's like oh, the Columbo character. And then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is a writer for Veronica Mars. Yes. She's <laughs> so random. Yeah. He's a, he's like a mystery writer and now, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Stephen Sondheim, which is so random. random. Like, I love so him this so is, much. And him being vulnerable with them and being like, I don't, in the plug, Playing Among Us, which was such a big hit yes. during the yes. pandemic. And then sus. Kareem you're being so like, your, your husband told us you've been in the tub for three days. Yes. Like, yes, we're, yes. like, this is basically an intervention. And then finding you know? out later oh in the movie gosh. that the husband is Hugh Grant. Oh, is so, so, is I, a, I loved it. It was so good. Um, it was like loved, an onion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I there, also were loved there were layers to it. <laughs> how in this one, remember like the first layers. <laughs> The the, uh, the first one, he has no idea who hired him, right? And that's like a right, running right. thing through the whole movie. And then you think it's like the same case here, yeah. but you know that that, and then you find out, nope, that's not true. There, there's like a few moments in this movie that got me. I was like, didn't expect that. Yep. Didn't expect that. When Helen gets killed, yeah, like they've done a couple of different twists here. So then it's like, you've already found out that it's not the sister, it's her, but then she gets shot and then they go back forward in time and back in time. Uh, then you're, and, and then I'm like, I'm so bummed out. Oh, she's dead. Cause now I know it's the sister. Yes. And then she's not. And, and you then just oh, no. to see it's, him react to her getting shot. Yes. Which, like, you, you don't you understand that. Right? First. Yeah. And, you don't but, understand. But it. let's be honest. Like if she, yes, totally feeling all the feelings that you're saying in yes. that moment. But if she was actually dead, the movie is over because yes. nothing but else you, matters. That's after that true. point. Again, that's true. But you don't, but you don't feel that the in the moment. Right. Yes. No, you don't feel it at the time. But and it's also, funny. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. But I was going to say, cause he does that the other time where some people had complained about this part. They're like, I knew Edward Norton was the, the killer because of the switching of the drink things. So the first time I'm watching it, I'm like, I just, I just saw him give him the drink and now he's dead, blah, blah, blah. But then he explains it. Right. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, this is how it happens. And then like everybody else. And then Benoit Blanc's like, you know what you saw, but then he told you it and you didn't think you didn't think you saw it right. And I didn't rewind it to watch it or anything. I'm like, just like playing. But that was another one of those things yeah. where I really liked. I was like, huh, like, you're right. I did see. Why am I not believing my own eyes? I'm believing what this person 
is telling mm-hmm. so there was a few of those types of things that i that i thought hold up the second time watching and i was like you know what this is this is actually pretty i'm pretty intrigued by this uh we also just need to give i think some props to janelle monet yeah, oh God, yeah. So i thought good. she was incredible I don't, you know we have another one of those movies where you have the same actor playing multiple roles mm. two very different characters but then watching her try to learn the mannerisms of and you know the the vocal uh and characteristics the, yeah. of her sister like i thought that was all what so was the, fascinating what did they call her the fancy bitch what did they call her i don't remember jim you oh know, she you says know, like yeah what anyway. the, yeah yeah i thought something about great. the tea right <laughs> we're talking about tea Loved it. Loved her it. and her sister would have like uh you know when they would do their tea parties they would pretend to be fancy bitches or something like that yeah. How how about when um, Daniel Craig blows the whole murder mystery? Oh, thing, so like, good! With, like it's like that's awesome. always the finale of the movie. And Ed so Norton throwing like, a tantrum it. about it. <laughs> totally. Oh, I just no, love when he, well, when he starts... another one of those like archetypes. What what I was expecting is like okay, so the the millionaire has planned the murder mystery weekend, mm-hmm. except now someone's going to end up actually dead, and that, and that right, wasn't it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they definitely played with like certainly the the movie makers know that that there's going to be a, a level of familiarity with like what usually happens in in a murder mystery right oh right right yeah and i think it's oh, i absolutely. think it's i think it's a lot of fun like yeah to try to figure it out as it's going on um i'm i i just wanted to see him do something that like is a more non like thematic what, movie the, like, what, like what you want to watch is brick right right like uh, right any Which any kind of character driven thing rather than like i need to ha- I, I don't want his next movie to be a commentary on like social political anything i want him to it, make a commentary on the characters that he put in his goddamn movie yeah i i but i so great friend who will be on the show upcoming in a couple weeks mike if you want to listen to a, a, a scathing he hated it scathing take on this movie listen to the pop out but do you know what i i had added i texted him after i listened to it and it was really interesting because i appreciated that it was so different than than how i felt about the movie mm-hmm. but it was also like so authentic which i said was really interesting i'm like this movie is in essence at times i feel like a commentary on how people aren't authentic anymore they're willing like the whiskey characters sure. like oh i gotta you know i'm building up my cred but i'm very worried about this because if i decide to run for government and i'm like but it was kind of i said said to him i'm like it's really refreshing to just hear like an authentic take on something where there's you're not gaining gaining anything right it's just like this is how i feel i'm just saying it i'm I'm not posing. I'm not doing it. It's not like a facade or anything like that. This is what I think of the movie. Yeah. And, and none I of these people are like that. I think people should watch this movie. No, but he is right. Highly like, enjoyable. His, and I'm interesting to see what you think. We can talk about this well, just for a minute. Maybe now he'll interview me. But like, now we'll, we'll that's true. Yeah. And you have a voice true. back. And yeah. I have a voice. He said yes. he was specifically thought that none of it was funny because it's just so quippy and so it takes it and i don't want to say this is like where humor is right now but like it's gone to the place of like the marvel humor which is like mm-hmm. everybody is tony stark now everybody is like firing them off and and is is quick enough to like return any any that are fired their way and it just starts to feel oppressive a little bit mm. again i th- but i think that's what keeps I it like, like not it's not really real 
right? Like it, it's this, surreal. This yes, I doesn't feel, it was feel a very... like a movie. No, with like real people. Totally, totally. But it's just, <laughs> it's just that it's not just this movie, right? It's like everything right now is in that vein. But it, do you think that's partly why he's doing it that way? Or do you think that's just how he's writing it? I think he's writing it. Okay. I, I, yeah, listen, again, the, Lives Out was the other, the other one was very similar in that yeah, regard. I, again, listen, I complete you the comment you made earlier. If you made me choose, I would choose Confess Fletch yeah. over this because I, I, I think the writing and the way the humor is layered in is much closer to the type of comedy and humor that we kind of grew up on or certainly loved um, like in college and stuff like that, which was a different, which was a different style of writing, but I would watch this again. And again, this is, I love the first one. I watched the first one, like once a year, I will watch this one. It's fast. It's easy. It's fun. Um, I don't, I, again, they got into the whole argument over, I know it's labeled as a comedy. I don't necessarily see it as a comedy. Um, I know there's some jokes in it, but I think the comedy is probably the weakest uh, part of it. We also get an Ethan Hawke cameo. Yeah, totally random, by the way. But but I kind of love like there's a few times where they're like, oh, come on. He's giving him these shots in the mouth. What the hell is that? This can't be like he he has to be. It's also weird that that the other the other guy hanging on out on the island. I didn't recognize that actor. Do, 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 Do you don't know who that is? No. Who is it? That is the assistant police guy from the first movie, Noah Segan. Oh, he is okay. in he is in he is in every Ryan Johnson. Okay, film. so that that makes more sense. Okay, so that's like it was kind I of like an inside gag. I did think he was going gag. to have more of a role. <laughs> There's a microphone here. I, I did think that he was going to have more. <laughs> no, but yeah, that that's was the like point. Kind I of think, the, yeah. yeah, that that was there. Um, and by the way, I the one part that made me cringe is when the Mona Lisa burns. I was like, could you imagine oh, yeah. if that happens in real life? Yeah. Oh, but when Janelle Monet starts knocking over all those glass things and Edward Norton, by, by the way, l- legitimately, I will say this about Edward Norton. I thought his performance was unbelievable. Yeah, it was really he's good. Like, good. He, he is he's so, not always great, but he is not he's always delicious. I, really? Yeah. I think that he I thought he, there was a run where I, I thought everything he did was amazing. And I thought that that's tailed off a little bit. But this was like peak edward norton oh that's a smoochie is another one we need to do eventually thank you so many people hate that movie what yeah i don't know uh okay um this film is available on netflix i wish i had seen it in the theater available on netflix for everybody to watch and watch it everybody's watching it yeah it's it's getting great uh this film is both king of the hill and bottom of the barrel Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to be closer to First King of the Hill, though. Let's, let's no, be no, honest. No. Well, We're gonna... It's closer to King of the Hill, yes. But I'm yeah. just saying it's a new year. So we've right. we have no, the, we have no the bottom seeds. of the barrel. Like top and uh, the bottom. Top and the bottom. It is. Keenan uh, hasn't been on yet. <laughs> yes. I, I, somebody worry. needed to say. Keenan will be picking our 200th episode, and it, it is it guaranteed will most to likely be, be bottom of the barrel bottom for the entire the entirety of the show. Double feature time. What would you pair with? glass onion can i go first sure please do so one of the movies that inspires brian johnson was his love of this movie called um sleuth which i had i hadn't heard of but i had read an article leading up to this and this is michael kane and Lawrence olivier Mm. uh it's a film from the 70s it's kind of a whodunit and i would if you can find it i was able to get it at a library it is it's pretty cool and and it's really interesting i have to i had seen it 
I have to go back and think about it in the original knives out. There's a lot of callbacks to sleuth. Um, and I haven't figured out which is the movie that inspired this one. It's definitely the Agatha Christie book, Katie, that you had mentioned was the inspiration for this one, but there was a movie he referenced as well. And I don't know what the movie was. So I have to mm. figure that out. But sleuth, if you're looking for something, do you have one? No, I'm still thinking. Okay. I will go then. And I will say, I'm going to go a little bit away from the murder mystery because I feel like that's there's only a few that I would pick and we've already talked about most of them but I'm going to go with Layer Cake uh, Daniel, Ooh, another Daniel Craig yes. movie which has like a a twisty kind of thing that happens in it at the end that makes you question what you saw up to that point I like that I like that um, well, I'm just going to stay with the Edward Norton and yeah. also not, yes. do, well, and I mean, we already talked about it because now I really want to rewatch Death to Smoochie. Yeah. <laughs> so we're go. just going to make Death to Smoochie my double feature because <laughs> uh, I do love me some Edward Norton. I do. Love it. Uh, okay. And those are our and Let's not forget Robin Williams is fucking unchained in that movie oh, <laughs> like yes. in an amazing way yes. oh no there's a lot there's a lot of great Danny DeVito. Yes. We, we will make sure that death this moochie happens this Thank year on i would Majors. appreciate that it will be on comedy all right time for five questions you want answers you want answers i want the truth what makes a man mr lebowski what the fuck is the internet Watch. why Five question time. First five questions of 2023. And Jim will be answering uh, one. Mr. Bernard Blanc does not love the board game. Clue does not love games as is evident by the fact that he can't play among us. Yeah. Uh, Jim, do you like the board game clue? I do not. I'm a does thumbs down on clue. Yeah. Does anybody like the board game clue? My kids are constantly like, can we play clue? And I'm like, absolutely not. <sighs> and the you kids version is terrible. Couldn't possibly play the game Clue. Yeah, it's it's not a fun game. No, it's dumb. Yeah, it's not. He's fun. right. He's totally right. Yeah. Do you know what a fun game is? It's a stupid game. Zingo. Have you ever Zingo. played Zingo? Yeah, that's one that my mom my mom has played that with the kids. I don't yeah. think yep. we have not. Kieran no. Costello beats me in Zingo four to five times a day. Good job, Kieran. He is a genius. Yeah. Well, he also takes all the pieces that are hers, even though yeah. this could be my piece. He's a so. cheater. He is a cheater, and I appreciate him for that. <laughs> yeah. He's a customer. He will come out, he will come out <laughs> on top. He's just like his uncle Sean. Yeah. Uh cheats at all board games. Well, uh, okay, here would you rather, Jim? Would you rather watch two the two marquee i would say the two marquee cameos though the serena williams cameo oh my god i forgot about that very funny. Very was, funny was fabulous uh would you rather watch an ethan hawk film or a you grant film this is really tough um i'm probably more in the ethan hawk camp mm. i do love both of them though um but now but since watching the black phone, I've wanted to go back and watch a lot of. So I, this year I watched all of Moon Knight, which he is incredible in. Fabulous. And yeah. And I also watched black phone and it made me want to go back and watch a bunch of Ethan Hawke movies. And I haven't reality yeah. bites. Is that one him? Yes. Yeah. That would be a great one to do mm, at some I point. Like that. I like that. The, um, what I would recommend if nobody's ever seen it uh, is the before trilogy. Yeah, before sunset. Yeah, but we've talked about doing that too. But I, but I spent some time. Everybody saw the first one, 
which is when I think we were high school, college when that one came I out. never but saw nobody. No, not everybody saw that. Oh, really? We have not seen. No. Oh, wow. No, okay. and we'll so many people that. reference them yeah. as like yeah. some of the greatest movies. Oh, so. my. I think we might have to watch or just do you have to really watch them as three? Well, let's so do it, Brian. Add it to the list. Let's we'll do it. To it. Um, Link lighter. I, hmm. What 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 uh, month? Dazed and confused. Link uh, yeah, lighter. We could do a February. Link lighter. Link light, no, I don't know. We got to think about this. Uh, right. We could do that. Dazed and confused. Yeah, it's another good one. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. Wait, isn't the other Linklater movie Boy was about a boy? About a boy, and that's also Ethan Hawke. No, right? not about a boy. No, it's uh, not. Boy, boyhood. Boyhood. But but he has a ton of other really good yeah, ones yeah, that yeah. you would like. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen. Yeah, we've talked about this. Seen Dazed and Confused. That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've oh, we've talked about that. Good. I like. I, I'm. He's I have not spot. seen much Linklater. Yeah. Well, all those before trilogy ones, they're all like <laughs> under 90 minutes. I mean, you could add all three of them together and it would be like what a modern, like theatrical release. You'd still be able to watch all three, go out to dinner and still would be shorter than seeing Avatar Way of the Water. <laughs> you could save time. Uh, I think if you pull Love Actually out of the <laughs> the mix, I would pick Ethan Hawke as I've, well. It's I've, seen bad news bears. We've, I've seen School of Rock. Yeah. Oh, we love School of Rock. And we've seen the, the newer Bad News Bears at some point. We watched that, I remember. Okay. That's with um, Scroll Billy down. Bob. Scroll down. Uh, and Jason Confused. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. We'll figure that out. We'll, we'll get that. We'll get that taken care of. Okay. Uh, all right. Fill in the blank question here. The actor or actress you want to see because he signed a $200 million Ryan Johnson to make another one of these uh, with Netflix. Who do you want to see in the next Knives Out movie? If you could put any actor or actress in it. Oh, man, there were so many that were coming to mind here. Um, I'm torn between two. And one of them is recency bias because we're watching Under the Banner of Heaven. And so I think I'm going to go with Andrew Garfield. Because he and, 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 so good. In his uh, real accent or his American accent? Oh, I love his real accent. He doesn't He's American in, the, in Under the I Bad know, but you, yeah. I, have we seen him yet using, like, no. no. What else? Only what, in interviews. I've only yeah. heard him in interviews speak yeah, as himself. He's yeah, amazing. And um, the other one I was kind of like thinking was Oscar Isaac. You know I need to answer this oh, question. You know there's only yes. one answer for me. It's, Michael B. It's, Jordan? It's, no, it's Idris, of course. Idris. Uh, Idris. <laughs> as Luther and yeah. Benoit Blanc oh, together. Do you know the do you know the Luther movie is coming, uh, yeah. Finished filming. Oh gosh, we've got we've got to go back and rewatch. We finished it. No, I know. I, we need watch to rewatch. It. Correct answer for all the way through. Pew. Florence Pugh is great. We want, great. We want Florence mm-hmm. Pugh. Uh, Edward Norton makes sure everybody has their favorite drinks. And, or they also have fermented... Uh, what is that? <laughs> it's Jared Leto's uh, kombucha. Kim, hard kombucha. kombucha. Or Jeremy Rayner's uh, hot, hot sauce. Hot sauce. Um, Jim, what is your favorite, favorite, favorite drink? If you had one drink, you, if I, we had to give you and say, this is your favorite drink. The, like as an alcoholic beverage at a party or like this is the like the only. Are you like an alcoholic beverage? Like you're oh, yeah, at this party so, it's, and money is no object. They are going to give you whatever it is you want. What is uh, it going to be? I think it's going to be a Manhattan made with. The get, vermouth. Get and the, the Pappy Van Winkle. If they're no, 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 no. You know, what do we, what no, do we I want I want a hundred proof rye. Good, good rye, um, Cochi di Torino vermouth, Luxardo cherries, 
and orange peel. And the, and the fresh orange twist. Just the, just the peel. No, just the no, uh, no. Just the yeah. twist. All right. I love it. Uh, finally, deep thoughts question. Jim, you're murdered. Which of your friends or family would you want to be put in charge of solving the crime? Certainly not me. This is tough <laughs> because I can't think of one person that's qualified for this <laughs> no. in my in my family or friend circle. Mm, my no, cousin is. In, oh, okay. Go ahead. My cousin's about to marry a, a police officer. Uh, yeah, well, that's pr very practical. Yeah. I was I was going to say I, I'm thinking about like the neighbor. I think I would take Katie's nephew Jace as oh, my. He would be excellent. He's a, he's he a, would be excellent. He's very thoughtful. If if I could take like Jason Jerry together. I was gonna say if we can make this a, a team okay. approach. Like, yeah, because like, then uh, I would film. Then you could film it because they well, would be hilarious. Yeah, but together then you got to add in the other two. Really, like the four of them together, I think could solve anything okay Maybe. that family Maybe. yeah their brains although i did have a group of coworkers when i was at my last job that we could kill through uh uh what's it called escape room, escape room pretty yeah. quickly okay. i have some, some like ringers that i that i would no but like the puzzle box scenario that for me i'm like oh i could see that going down exactly that way with like yeah, that yeah. those four people puzzle box they would nail yeah, it maybe. yep yep it's tough okay. though because you know do i mean most likely, I'm not going to care. Like, if I'm already dead, I don't, probably, yeah. I'm Venge not, I don't need any, no. Yeah. Don't go revenge into my name if I get mm. murdered in the city. Right. There we go. Murdered I'll just get like another that. tattoo. My, it's, my it's my Avid Brothers, brothers drop. Yeah. Thank I love you. that. That was a great Avid Brothers drop in there. Uh, all right. Remember, you can watch Glass Onion. Uh, and we'll be back soon. Bye, Goodbye, everybody. everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye.